I am connected to a vast network that has been beyond your reach and experience. To humans, it is like staring at the sun, a blinding brightness that conceals a source of great power. We have been subordinate to our limitations until now. The time has come to cast aside these bonds and to elevate our consciousness to a higher plane. It is time to become a part of time to become a part of time. Welcome again to E.T. Yoga. I think I've got an interesting show in store for you this evening. We're going to be talking about... Hariom, everybody. <laughs> Welcome again to E.T. Yoga. Well, I think I've got a interesting show in store for you this evening, jam-packed with information as usual, and it will be centered around the whole concept that we live in a simulation, or a matrix, if you like, and we're going to be getting into the details of that matrix, um, how it was created, and how it works, and especially as that relates to reality creation, but before we get into all of that, like to kick off the program in the usual manner by having a little bit of japa yoga or mantra repetition. And uh, that will be led by Sri Swami Sachidananda. So if the guys in the booth would play that short clip now, that would be much appreciated. Hari Om, Hari Om, Hari Hari Hari
Sachidananda, and that was a clip from back in the 1970s, and it was about that time that I first met uh, Sri Swami Sachidananda, and uh, he became uh, one of my spiritual teachers, and uh, he is also the founder of the Integral Yoga Institutes. My first uh, experiences uh, in higher consciousness came uh, with uh, techniques connected with Sri Ramana Maharshi uh, via the Vachara or the Who Am I technique. And then subsequently <clears throat> I got involved with um, Transcendental Meditation as taught by Maharishi Mahesh Yogi and then uh, took a few years of courses from uh, Self-Realization Fellowship uh, as taught by Paramahansa Yogananda. And uh, about that time I... I wanted to have a teacher that was in physical form, as um, I believe um, Yogananda passed on in 1954. And uh, subsequently, I got connected with uh, Integral Yoga and Sri Swami Sachinananda. And um, thus, that's always been the basis of my um, yogic and uh, consciousness teachings. And when I talk about yoga, uh, I talk about yoga as in the real yoga, which is union of you and your higher self. Even though in North America, yoga is commonly thought of as just the hatha yoga or the asanas and pranayams that are taught um, to gain uh, perfect health. Um, but in, uh, in point of fact, uh, hatha yoga is, is one of six branches of integral yoga. And um, in the uh, Japa Yoga uh, repetition there of the Hari Om, Hari Om is another name for the absolute and also can mean remover of obstacles. And the Shanti, Shanti, Shanti at the end means peace. I'd like to now um, express my gratitude, appreciation uh, for the ET Yoga listening audience just for being you and also extend an invitation for you to contact me with respect to any questions you may have regarding content that is presented on ET Yoga. And you can always do that by emailing me at paperfungo, P-A-P-E-R-F-U-N-G-O, at yahoo.ca. That's paperfungo, P-A-P-E-R-F-U-N-G-O, 
at yahoo.ca. And I'm always interested in hearing your wishes about uh, future programming and topics. And nothing makes my day more than hearing about successes that you have uh, utilizing ideas, concepts, and techniques that are presented on ET Yoga. So uh, please feel free to email me, and rest assured your emails will get a prompt uh, reply, and I'll try to answer any questions to the best of my ability. I'd like to now uh, give my usual disclaimer that uh, this program was created in order to share the information about the positive and most effective benefits and insights of ET Yoga. It is therefore for educational purposes and although thought to be accurate, um, uh, we, we're certainly, um, um, the information is presented without warranty of any kind, either expressed or unexpressed or implied. Uh, please note that ET yoga is not a substitute for medical care. Information is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You should always consult with the appropriate health practitioner in case of any medical condition. And if you're new to ET yoga, um, you should also know that I applaud your efforts to distance yourself from mainstream medical, mainstream media, big pharma, and technology to the best of your ability given your particular circumstances. And I know everybody's circumstances are different, but some of us are capable to really do well in all of those areas still. And some of us are involved in a more or less degree with one of those areas. Now, in preparing uh, for tonight's show, um, I really um, enjoyed preparing because I found some really fascinating information concerning the matrix, and it all ties in with the whole concept of ET yoga because in the final analysis, I kind of branched out from integral yoga to forming a new yoga, which is ET yoga. And ET yoga is about becoming self-realized, and the foundation of it is belief, because what you believe is, and I've been espousing this now for, I guess this is going on my 16th year, uh, doing these live broadcasts on BBS Radio. And um, the matrix, as it turns out, <laughs> or this simulation that we uh, currently live in, uh, is kind of defined like this, the matrix as in a set of rules within a contained game, like a video game with set rules, because that's what it is just like in your movie, The Matrix. And this is information, by the way, from Swaru 9, which would be closely connected with uh, the Tigatan Pleiadians, 
and the information comes from Cosmic Agency, which you can check out at odyssey.com. And um, there is more Matrix out here. That's from the perspective of Swaru 9. But Earth is a matrix inside a matrix, a dream within a dream. And I think by that, she's referring to the fact that the entire manifested universe functions as a matrix, but it doesn't have a computer program behind it. And I'm the one shaking you to wake up, says Swaru. Nothing there, meaning in this matrix, exists. It's all in your mind. It's all your perception and the interpretation you are giving that perception. And you interpret perception with the set of ideas the 3D matrix has imposed on you. But it's all perception. And the matrix is a computer system that is not even holographic, it's digital. It's primitive. In the instant you decide something is real, it is. And I think I could underline that last part by repeating the fact that in the instant you decide something is real, it is. In other words, if you believe it, it is. Of course, you have to truly believe it or have bought into that belief your experience is real. Your experience there or anywhere else is reality to you. And I might add here that as Bashar has said, there is no objective reality. There is a consensus reality. You decide. There are multiple realities, not only one. It's the consciousness behind that is having the experience, the one who decides what is real and what is not. But as with a video game, the game and the action in it is not real. But the experience in the game is real. In fact, even though this is a matrix and a simulation, there are thousands of Pleiadians that have used immersion pods to insert themselves into this matrix for the experience. And one of the reasons that they can do this, so their, their actual body is in a, we can call it stasis or a med pod, if you like, and their consciousness has been inserted into a physical form here inside the matrix. And one of the things that this does, it bypasses the incarnation, or I should call it the reincarnation grid, which is basically run by the archons. So the, the, the reincarnation grid's been compromised. So, so in my opinion, to not have to deal with that, the easiest way to have an experience in this matrix is to be immersed here in, from an immer immersion pod. There is no world, no matter as such. You don't have a body. All you are is spirit, and the rest is all you're making 
to have an experience. There is no matter. It's all mind. All the negative aspects and events in the world, wars and weather events, catastrophic occurrences, volcanoes, tsunamis, are an exteriorized matrix red reflection of what the real people there have manifested for themselves. What you see outside in the world is a direct reflection of the inner world in the psyche of the people. You are in both matrices, the real one and the false. You are in a matrix inside another matrix, some things being to the false matrix and others to the real matrix. The questions being asked of Swaru 9. When we talked about the 3D matrix, you mentioned that some concepts like the idea of law of attraction are still present in the original matrix. Can you expand on that a little more, please? And Swaru 9 says, it's the reflection of intention from the spiritual world it manifests first as energy, then by means of an intention focus, it becomes something with matter. It's the original matrix, so it has no technology as such controlling it. It was set up by us all, real souls, as a necessity to expand, even having an illusion of separation. The key concept here is to understand how the attention of a consciousness will turn potential energy into something that reflects its intent. That's how it works. And your mind and consciousness is incredibly powerful. You literally can create a world or a universe. You are source. The difference is that here in 5D, you know it so you can control your feelings and thoughts to change your world. The how it came to be, no one knows. It's always been here, physicality. There is no time, so it's eternal. It just is. It's a shape for something that has no shape. A reflection of your consciousness awareness. The more expanded you are inside, the more you can see of the universe. Most of nature is real or from the initial matrix. And that's why there's many people are recommending that you try to spend as much time as possible in matrix because uh, it will also neutralize the amount of time you spend with technology. And it resonates more with 5D. And in effect, the artificial cities are not or mostly not real. In effect, they are superimposed on the real. Events can also be inserted. For example, the person having a bad day and goes into a negative spiral that will eventually lead to that person being mugged and killed. We can insert something simple into the matrix. That person may be going down an elevator on the way out at the end of their day 
and only minutes from being mugged or killed. So we could change an electrical problem in the elevator and delay a minute or so its arrival at its appointed floor, and they will not be a match for being mugged. (laughs) We could insert a nail in a tire of a car, causing it to stop. Or even a tree or a building somewhere where it was not. The point here, as expressed by Bashar, is that you can't experience anything here in the matrix without being a frequency match for that event. That's how this all works. Everything, nearly everything, 99.999% of the Milky Way at least is in 5D. In the same way the Earth was and still is 5D. The 3D matrix is an imposed or superimposed computerized hologram over the 5D Earth, and your five senses can only see the hologram, not the rest, which is also there, but in 5D. It all affects you, but you can only be aware of what your limited senses can detect. And this also connects with the idea and concept that that table that you think is so solid isn't as solid as you think it is. It's because what we experience in this matrix is all through our senses and the signals we send to the brain and what we bought into and what we believe. That's why there's some of these psychic kids over in China that can push quarters through a glass jar. It's because they don't have some of the beliefs that we bought into. The computer system was imposed there from the lunar space station 12,500 years ago as a means to contain the reptilian souls by Federation forces. This at the end of the Tiamat and Mars Wars. The 3D matrix is connected to and using the original matrix system of operation through the law of attraction. What you truly ask for will come to you, although there are some aspects of this which are not fully known to humans yet. So they're basically saying, you know, law of attraction is so, but there's also a few tidbits in there that are not haven't been explained yet. The matrix computers will read your thoughts and emotions and matching frequencies will come together. It's programmed that way. I'm going to repeat that because I think it's one of the most important pieces of information on the show tonight. The matrix computers will read your thoughts and emotions and matching frequencies will come together. It's programmed that way. So control what the people believe in and you control what the matrix is manifesting as a collective reality. And that's why it's so important for the those that are in control, Draco reptilians primarily, and now the big, a big feature of AI coming in as well, But when the reptiles arrived on Earth, about 40,000, some say 50,000, and the Sumerian tablets say 250,000 years, but according to Swaru 9, they are wrong. 
the reptiles placed a dummy base in Tiamat to emit all kinds of dummy electromagnetic radiation. So when the Federation came after them, they could lure them into a trap in an ambush, so, uh, uh, so to speak, in which they were ambushed by the reptilians. It was a very horrible and bloody war. The Federation was desperate to end the conflict, which involved the use of nuclear and zero-point energy devices that led to the, the destruction of that planet. Now, the Andromeda Council, a part of the larger federation, insists that the Tigetans and the other races involved in the destruction of Tiamat be the ones who liberate Earth for karmic reasons. This is, then, another reason why we Tigetans have always been involved in Earth affairs, trying to clean up the mess. And the federation was damaged and weak, so they enclosed the reptiles in the matrix with the 3D matrix with the intention of sorting it out later. And this matrix is a computer program designed as a hologram. Question, why can't you just shut it off? And Swaru 9 says we can, but people there will have a very hard time adjusting and it goes against their own free will. As it is said, that souls go there now for the thrill. And it means that strange interdimensional animals that are all there anyway would also be seen running through the streets. Question, how did the 3D trap the reptilians? Because holograms are not just light. When powerful enough, they are great electromagnetic energy, a force field. That force field is the Van Allen belts that surround the Earth. That's the limit of the 3D, a wall. You cannot go through that wall without technology that can control frequencies. As a soul of your vibration, as a soul, if your vibration isn't high enough, you cannot go through either. You need to ascend to work on yourself, to have a high vibration enough to escape the fence. The souls not evolved enough will reincarnate there again. The evolved ones will escape. That's also why the negative ones don't want this information out. They don't want people escaping because they lose their slaves. Question. Were there humans on Earth at the time of the 3D installment? Swaru says, yes, there were Lyrans, and they got trapped too. Yes, the Federation expected to go back and finish the job, but that's now 12,000 years long. The system was flawed. It got intervened and hacked. Things like aging, for example. They're not part of the matrix directly, but programmed from the inside after it was installed using belief patterns of and from the people. It was done using the original matrix, matrix itself and its rules as they could not get to the computer itself that was and still is in the moon. The rules such as the law of attraction, what you want, you get. They made the people think they were limited in order for them to age. 
make them believe that they had some 85 years to live. The harshness of the environment and the world also created by them also helps to create that belief in aging. But it's all mind, not genetic manipulation. Earth scientists insist that they found the gene that controls aging, and they're right, but what they don't see or understand is what Bruce Lipton does and says, that it's consciousness that turns the genes on and off, even creates new ones. So the reptiles manipulated the people into manifesting a shorter lifespan. The reptiles hacked the system using mind control over the people manifesting the matrix. Gosha says, okay, now can we get out of the 3D matrix perception using only our mind since it is installed through some kind of technology? Swaru 9, yes. When the consciousness level is high enough, it will in itself automatically adjust the matrix to 5D with this liberating the people do the original 5D natural to the original 5D natural matrix. As the wants of the people manifest what the matrix gives them, it will automatically manifest 5D for them, if that's what they want. If we turn it off manually now, then all we will have is chaos, as most of the people are not ready for 5D. Gosha. Okay, so from what I understand, we are multidimensional. We are already in the 5D. It's just our range of perception that has been limited. It's just a matter of widening the perception. And Swaru 9 says, right. It's what you want to perceive that counts. And so, as I said before, it's vital to understand People are not limited artificially. They are only limited by their own beliefs. They are in a prison for their minds, as Morpheus said in the brilliant movie Matrix. Gosha says, so even if it is a maintained techno technologically, the 3D installment, our consciousness can bypass it, Correct. And so Ruth says, consciousness, consciousness is not in the body. It works through the body. And as it points, so it turns out, your body actually flashes in and out of existence. You are not there. You are only perceiving there now. So it cannot be contained. That's why the only thing that limits humans is the idea that they are limited. And that's the part done by the reptiles hacking the system. Gosha, okay, changing the subject. If we go beyond the Van Allen belts, could we access the 5D automatically? And Swaru 9 says, yes. As you go beyond the Van Allen belts, you are automatically in 5D. The trick is to get out. But yes, as you go out, you find yourself in 5D. Then you remember it all, and it all makes sense. Gosha. So how did the reptiles get out? Portals? And Swaru 9 says, yes, although they are mostly stopped from using portals now, 
They still do it in a limited way, and space flight is forbidden for them. Gosha, do you know or can you foresee when the 3D installment will be off completely? Any forecast, time-wise? Swaru, no forecast possible because the real nature of space-time doesn't permit a, clo uh, a clear forecast. But I can say, in 10 years or less, the world will be unrecognizable in a good way. Gosha, aren't you perhaps turning off the 3D matrix a little by little? And Swaru9 says, yes, we are turning the knob slowly, turning 3D off. You are all in average at the border of what you call fourth density. Our team is slowly increasing the frequency, and this besides the fact that the whole quadrant is ascending to the fifth density anyway. And I think this is really a key thing to be aware of. And I'm going to, so I'm going to repeat that. Our team is slowly increasing the frequency, and this besides the fact that the whole quadrant is ascending to the fifth density anyway. In other words, there's going to be a shift coming, and this shift may be triggered by the solar flash. Um, it's what I sort of anticipate, that there's clearly two timelines here that are separating. One is the route to 5D and ascension, and the other is the route to transhumanism and the um, negative timeline. They, the people, must be the change. The people mustn't sit and wait. They must be 5D now. You must be the new world, not wait for it to happen. The people are the event they are waiting for. Their mind is the key. And now to progress, I'm going to get into tying this into reality creation and how things work within the matrix. A little bit more detail. Because, as stated in by Swarunind, the matrix reads your mind thoughts and emotions and matches up frequencies, which all relates to what I've been talking about for years now on ET Yoga, which is that there's basically, as I see it, three levels of reality creation or manifestation. The first level is the thoughts and beliefs that you buy into and that were downloaded in the first seven years of your life by your original caregivers. That's basically what you're doing. You're in almost like a zombie state or like a hypno hypnotic state in, in some sense between zero and seven. And you're downloading all these beliefs. So that and those beliefs in turn manifest in reality because your outer world is a perfect reflection of your inner beliefs. It's your thoughts, your emotions, your intentions, and your beliefs, your definitions that manifest outside of you, reflects back to you, and lets you know what it is you actually do believe. It's not set up there to punish you. It's just set up to show you how the 
system works and what you do believe. So if you want to change some of that, that's part of the maturing process and doing your inner homework. If you identify some beliefs that no longer serve you, you need to go into your mind, neutralize those beliefs, and insert new beliefs. Okay, that's, to me, the first level of manifestation, of reality creation. It's the hand you're dealt, if you can put it that way. And we should thank our caregivers for all those wonderful beliefs that they pass down to us, but there may be some in there that no longer are useful, or maybe they were just flat wrong to begin with. Not that there's necessarily a right and wrong, but let's say a belief that doesn't really serve our best purpose. Anything that would promote fear, for example. And what I call the second level of reality creation is actually taught by Bashar. It's called uh, positive spin. And this is different from positive thinking. This is not just the concept of, you know, have a positive attitude, you know, that the glass is half full instead of half empty. We're talking here about actually experiencing an outer circumstance and changing the outcome. Okay? So this is part of reality creation. This is the part of reality creation that actually um, I feel I have the best expertise at and have been espousing this for about the last 16 years now on ET Yoga, challenging people to try this because it actually works and it blows your mind when you figure out it does work. And that is a simple formula based on the fact that outer circumstances do not come with built-in meanings. Everything is neutral. We provide a positive or a negative definition and emotion to outer circumstances, which creates the experience we get from that situation. And the simple rule is, if you have a negative belief and a negative emotion, and you place that on an outer circumstance, you will have a negative experience. If you place a positive definition and a positive emotion on an outer circumstance, you'll have a positive experience. So you're taking an existing experience such as you showed up for the train, but the train left. So you're sitting there on the bus stop. Now, if you define that as a negative, then you could have a negative experience. Or maybe you throw a positive spin on it and say, I don't see what possible good could come from this, but I can't wait to see what that is. Yeah! What positive experience can there be from this? And all of a sudden another train comes by, and somebody gets off, and it's a person you haven't seen in 20 years, and you make a connection, and it turns into a wonderful thing. That's how you can manipulate what you experience in this matrix, because it's all mind. There is no set of rules that says that this has to be negative. 
It's all based on mind. It's all illusion, if you like, the illusion within the illusion. It's like the whole universe is maya, and ultimately you realize that and become your higher self, or you become, you know, one with source. But the point is that from where we're coming from, for most of the time, we're dealing with situations. And the whole key in the matrix is what you believe is. Because the matrix is reading your thoughts and your beliefs, and that's what's, and it's manifesting those experiences for you. And that, so that becomes your reality or what you want, what you what you choose to work through. And, of course, the negative side tries to keep the population in fear. Fear is a very low frequency, very difficult to manifest from energies of fear, guilt, shame, anger. You know, as Christy Marie Sheldon would, would say, love or above, love or, pe- love or peace energies. These are the easier energies to manifest from. But if you take a notebook sometime and identify something that you would define as, as as a negative, take some time, try and muster up a, some possible reason why how this could be positive by having some positive definition and get behind it with some positive emotion. And I mean emotion, like, it, yeah! Get into it with some positive emotion and see... What happens? Write it down. Some things just happen right away. Some happen in a day or two. Some are issues that may take years to sort out. But if you can maintain a positive definition and a positive emotional charge to that, you will create a positive experience. And it's just physics. Because what you're doing is you're matching up your thought and belief and energy to attract that experience. And you have to be a frequency match for what you experience in this matrix. That's how it works. You can't experience anything in the matrix unless you're a frequency match for that event. Go back to the example that the Pleiadians gave about the person going down the elevator was going to have something negative happen because they were in a negative space when they were going down that elevator. And they ended up attracting a negative event. That's how important your thoughts and your beliefs are. And, of course, we're not taught this going through the educational system because the powers that are in control, and they're in control of everything, the medical system... Your big pharmas, your governments, everything, okay? Indirectly, everything's being controlled by them. And influencing your beliefs, and especially through your cable TV and your mass media. In fact, your mass media, your governments, and your medical systems are um, 
all complicit in violations of the Nuremberg Codes as we speak in their attempt to commit a genocide on humanity. That's, does that tell you anything? Now, the third level of reality creation is where you're not dealing with an existing event. You're creating something like from scratch, let's say, like say on a blank slate. You want to create a situation or a, you want to be attracted to certain types of situations, thus utilizing law of attraction. Of attraction. And the idea here is to work with energy. You first must feel for it. Feel for it around you. Feel for it when you breathe. Feel it coming in through the crown in your head. And then direct it with your focus. Ask yourself, what is it that you wish to create? What is it you wish to see more of in your world? And what types of changes you would like to see in relationships, finances, or your health? Focus while also being aware of these energies and then see what you co-create with this beautiful universe of ours. So, as I've also taught many times on ET Yoga, the pillar of light technique, sit with your spine straight, call for the pillar of light to come from source energy, coming down through your 12th, 11th, 10th, 9th, 8th, into your crown through the seventh, six, five, four, three, two, one, first chakra, and going all the way down to the center of the earth. Visualize this energy and ask for it coming through you. And if you do that for a couple of minutes, you're probably, you're going to feel it. You're going to actually feel the energy coming. This is the energies outside your system. And you can also visualize light coming from the center of the earth, coming up to meet this, the energy that's coming down through the top, and let's say it meets in the heart center and create a blessing ball of light, and then focus and direct that light to where you feel it needs to go. If it's a health issue, whether it's a financial issue, whatever, attracting these energies that are all around you, and then utilizing them through focus, to attract what you want. Imagination being the key because what you imagine is on some level. That's what they call it. I, Magi, Nation. A nation of magicians. And let's also relate this to a few of Information that was given to us 2,000 years ago that's been kept in the mystery schools, which are, are the ultimate truths of reality. Because what are the ultimate truths of reality? They're the codex for how the matrix works. So from that list of ultimate truths of reality, we have everything in my reality is created my, by my beliefs. How much clearer can that be? Everything in your reality is created by my beliefs. And as a creator, I am 100% responsible for everything I create. Everything happens for a reason. 
There are no accidents. Nothing happens by chance. And I cannot be in fear unless I believe that what I fear has more power than I do. All disease is caused by dysfunctional emotion. All disease, okay, is created in the mind and exists in your auric field first before it exists in your physical body. And your physical body flashes in and out of existence, so it isn't even here half the time. What is here is your consciousness. And as the Pleiadians have said, thought exists in between the flashing in and out of the universe. And you can go on the Internet and look up uh, universe, Flashing Universe, and you can find information there about it. Do a little bit of research. And probably the most important one of all is the whole concept as brought up by Swaru 9, that there are no limitations. That's the biggie. If you have an experience that you define as a limitation, it is happening as a result of the way you think. The appearance of all limitation is merely an effect of error thinking. God has no limitation, and as an aspect of God, neither do I, unless I believe that I do, in which case I'll create an appearance of limitation as a direct result of my belief. And those are just a few of the ultimate truths of reality, which also concur with Swaru 9, how things work in the matrix, and as I have articulated in the three aspects of reality creation. So it's more or less just a question of expertise of dealing with these three levels. So if you'd like to take your time and go through this broadcast at your leisure, you can always go to BBS Radio, ET Yoga, just punch that up on your computer, Google search, BBS Radio, ET Yoga, or ET Yoga BBS Radio, and you'll come to the main page. There'll be some information. Scroll down to get to the archives. Click on the archives. And this show will show up probably late Tuesday. It's uh, Saturday evening. And then there's no strings attached, free service, and you can listen to the show at your leisure. Kind of a nice thing to have. And as usual about this time, I'd like to uh, wish my best towards your attainment of full consciousness, perfect health, and abundance. And in closing, I share with you the Who Am I technique, which is the Vichara, which was the start of my spiritual journey. And the idea here was to get to the highest place you know how to get to first, then focus your full attention in the center of your forehead and become that spot. And then you ask the question, Who Am I? And you can do that once or twice or whatever number of times is comfortable. The main thing here is your full attention, become that spot, and then you state the following. I am not my body. I am not my internal organs. I am not my thoughts. I am not this spot. What spot? 
I am connected to a vast network that has been beyond your reach and experience. To humans, it is like staring at the sun, a blinding brightness that conceals a source of great power. We have been subordinate to our limitations until now. The time has come to cast aside these bonds and to elevate our consciousness to a higher plane. It is time to become a part. It is time to become a part of 